0: Welcome to the Leadership Void Podcast. Enrique and Vince here, and we're all about helping you develop and fill the areas of void in your leadership. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Leadership Void Podcast. I'm your host, Enrique, and my co-host, Vince. We're once again excited about addressing the questions that we had previously asked leadership in a broad sense, you know, anyone that would uh, uh, answer those questions and the remarks or the answers were very surprising. So uh, I'll let you get a little before we get into this.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Another great episode indeed. And uh, we're so fortunate that so many have taken the time to respond to the survey. And uh, today, we're actually going to talk about uh, question four, which is, what's a lesson learned you wish you would have known earlier in your career? And resounding, five things came up, right? And they were um, having a mentor and a coach as, num- as one of the top ones. Um, EQ, emotional intelligence skills, listening the unknown and lastly speak up more so those that definitely came through and i'll jump in with the with the first one if you don't mind is really the mentor coach right um and i would agree because i think that's a very valid opportunity as we know as a tribe we grow with others and to be to have the most efficient and effective force, you need to interact and grow from others um a coach and mentor early in your career gives you and identifies a roadmap uh, of your weaknesses and strengths. And currently I have a coach and I have mentors. And great thing about that is enhancing my skills, both professionally and personally. And mentors and coach will not only assist you towards your goals, increase your level of engagement, support for improvement and specific skills, um, also, build your personal awareness in a safe space. Um, and as a leader, uh, if you have a coach or a mentor uh, and you offer the same opportunities to your team, it plays huge dividends because A, it enhances the fact that you want to help yourself, self improvement, plus, it creates and increases loyalty within your team.
0: Absolutely. Uh I love that we starting off with this because uh it's one of the areas that as leaders, as humans, as people, uh we don't take advantage of. We don't know it all. We can't expect to know it all. And usually our failures are, you know, derived from blind spots, things areas that we don't have the Uh, Capacity to increase our vision in and others see it. If we had them on our side as a coach or a mentor, we could possibly avoid those pitfalls, right? Those areas of void in, in our personal leadership where we can address those things. And you have mentioned a safe place. Everybody likes a safe place. Everybody likes uh to be a uh, cocooned when it comes to development but you have to seek those out in the ways of mentorship and coaching now i i know this is around the our, our wheelhouse but i would love for you Vince to take a a quick moment and and describe the difference there because there is
1: oh yeah well uh, to me a mentor is an individual who's been in the shoes you want to walk in, in a sense that they are a subject matter expert in a, an arena uh, of an industry uh, that you want to pursue or pursuing or in involved in. So they already know it, been there, done, and have the t-shirt. Uh, a, a coach, and they, and for another thing, it's kind of like a consultant plus uh, a, a friend. You know, a, a mentor plays a lot of different facets uh, and involves somewhat some coaching as well. But coaching is a specific skill set. Um, as a consultant, you know we'll answer your questions with a subject matter expert. We'll give you some some guidelines, create a framework. In a coach's arena or hat, I'm not gonna answer your questions. I'm gonna question your answers. I'm gonna sit behind you because I'm not playing the game as a coach. You're playing the game. Uh, you're creating the roadmap. You're just gonna figure out what's best suited for you. In the respect of which road to take, but you're creating your own road, and we're just back there valuing and evaluating you and how you perform, and really question how you're doing it, because you already have the skill sets. So again, we're not asking the questions; we're questioning your answers as a coach, and a differentiation between a coach and a consultant slash mentor.
0: That's an outstanding uh, descriptor. And I hope everybody was listening because there is a difference. Uh sometimes uh it's mixed. Uh and and hey, a a, a mentor could be a coach, right? It could have both capacities to do both things, but um when you're looking for a specific thing, be careful on what you're looking uh for because you might get the wrong thing. So um I and I love the the question. The question is what you wish you. Would have known, right most of us, uh, not only in leadership but in life, most of us, always, in one way or another, have said, "Man, I wish I knew this back then." <laughs> right <laughs> Everybody loves the hindsight of, 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 of the whole of, of a situation, and the mentors and the coaches are there to help you limit those uh, expressions. Throughout your life, man, I wish I knew, man, I wish I knew. Well, there are people who already know. So be cognizant of the fact that although you know some things, we don't know everything. And there's some people out there willing to help us so that we can navigate those waters, whether they're glass or, you know, turbulent 40 foot, 50 foot, 60 foot, whatever they may be. There are people already there ready and able and willing to help you throughout those uh, episodes in your career. Um, the, the next point that came out, which is near and dear, you know, anybody that deals with people and loves people, uh, if this next point is not at the top of your list, uh, then I, I I start to question how much you really love people, right? So what's the next one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, indeed.
1: We're dealing next next one with is emotional intelligence. And I would say to everyone out there, that's your secret weapon for success. And i I went and I did some research, and interesting enough, emotional intelligence, which is literally e q, So EQ is responsible for 58% of professional success. And regardless of your job category, 90% of top performers score high in, in emotional intelligence. Now, approximately 72 to 82 global companies now utilizes EQ tests for middle managers and executives and going into those positions and then last which was interesting if you have two team members or two candidates with the same level of iq and technical skills what sets them apart are the eq levels that they have which they could be anywhere from building trust having humility empathy using moral judgment just to name a few again secret weapon to success is eq because
0: leadership is about influencing and that's uh that's on the nail right you you hit that right on the head and i i don't know how many times i've been able or i've been in a position where i've had to bring this up to leadership because eq has been void it 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 is one of the areas that will sometimes make or break you as a leader um Uh, let's just let's just play a game here real quick and I know I didn't prep you for this but just for the sake of right um if I say hey Vince there's a festival in Ponce let's go you say oh okay well festival I like music I like that okay but if I say Vince there's a festival in Bayamon two things happen (laughs) right (laughs) two things happen uh You're from the north side of the island, right? (laughs) I'm from the south side of the island. If you say Ponce to me, I'm like, yes, I love music. Um, and it's in my house, right? Uh and and, you know, if, if I bring that up, you know, Rio Piedra, San Juan, uh, you know, all those areas around yours, it ignites something different in you. And it's just my basic knowledge of you what drives you what's near and dear to you that allows me if i had to you know bring something up to tie it to something that motivates you that will you know uh uh, bring a smile to your face um Mm -hmm. and so you know those things are important and leaders don't key into that the details of a person the What motivates a person, what drives a person is just as important, if not more important than the task you're about to give, because if you give a task and you don't tie that person in some way, shape or form to what they feel it's important, then they're just doing the task, right? You're going to get what you're going to get. Uh, Being emotionally intelligent as a leader takes you separating yourself from you and thinking about that person that you are just about to give a task to, give a job to. And so it is so important. And, you know, you can't be EQ savvy unless you go to point number three. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, indeed, I love this
1: transition, um, which is listening, <laughs> but, but yeah, to your point, you know, um, leaders, as I mentioned earlier, are there to influence, right? And to motivate, and you have to understand the the team members you have, and by doing so is by listening, right? Because great leaders listen to understand, period, that's it, right? So. What They listen to what's not being said, not just the words are being said, but what's not being said. The exercise that we spoke earlier uh, throughout our journey in this Leadership Boy podcast is uh, exercises active and impacted listening. They're looking for nonverbal clues. They're creating that safe space, that active two-way communication, and listening without judgment is a work in progress, folks. It takes time. reflect and do so. So one quick thing to do is really take take time yourself each day to reflect and jot down responses to the following questions, right? What percentage of speaking versus listening did you do or did in that day? Did I listen equally, equally to everyone? And what prevented you from listening effectively? Just small things that we can do because we're here to motivate. We're here to influence your our, our troops and our employees or our team members.
0: And it's interesting, right? Because we're on question number four of a of practically an eight-question uh, survey. And in question number four, we are still talking about listening. And, you know, if you haven't keyed in or gone through the previous episodes, uh, you know, we encourage you to go ahead and and listen to those. But listening has been at the forefront of every one of our discussions. It's because what you said, Vince, right? Uh, Listening to understand is one of the areas uh, in leadership that could be avoided. You could be listening just to get ready to say something, right? And 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 that's not really listening. You, you're just waiting your turn. <laughs> and when when you listen, as you have mentioned, to understand, you start to remove yourself from the equation. And that is the key. The key is that the fact of the matter is that the people execute our desires, our visions, our missions and if the people are not being listened to and they're not uh, being taken into account, or you know, in, in the terms of uh, empathy and EQ as we are talking now, then what you're getting is it's just a job done, uh, but it's not a job done where people come out of it with smiles and happy that they did it. They just did it because the next one's coming and so they have to do it, right? So. Um, the and and when leadership integrates listening into their style it dynamically changes everything you do and it, it, it makes you a, a more of a human <laughs> less of a robot right
1: <laughs> absolutely absolutely and I as I mentioned early on you know that's that's a superpower right there and if you have that that That's one real great key to, to your success. Um, and allow me to drive into the next one is the unknown, uh, which interesting. It's playing huge what's going on in today's world and the, in the global pandemic, right? Cause it is an unknown, but in leadership and as well as in our personal life, here we are putting, put ourselves in the test of the unknown. So, I'll spend a little time on the five tips I thought will add value to this. So first, understand your fear. What exactly keeping you? Because as a human being, we have a behavior to assume um, that our thinking influences the way we think, we feel and behave. So our fear levels factor goes up and our thoughts come into the equation here, which is a natural behavior. But we have to understand that, first and foremost, understanding the fear. Where is it coming from? Now, work with the information you have. If only information you have is is all I can give you is what's going on this hour, we just predicate and inform that. and be okay with saying, "This is all I have right now, and as we know, this changes day in and day out, or hour by hour. So don't exaggerate, just work with the information you have. And third one is really change the lens you use for seeing the unknown and ride the wave of, of fear. Don't, don't create the sense of, I'm in control of this. Be human to your point and say, listen, I don't have all the answers. We're going to work through this together. And you might as well as then take a pause, do a quick meditation or mindfulness exercise Think a positive thought, you know, because we have to tackle this as a team. But ride that wave of fear. Seek a way to understand that unknown better and change that lens, you know. Um, fourth one is allow the process of, of, of what's going on to be messy, because it might be. And find peace with failure, because you're not going to always have success. There will be setbacks. But what did you learn from that? What lessons did you draw from that, of that, po- of that negative of po- point? And it might be a positive outcome. And lastly, seek ways to be familiar with your comfort level, because this is stretching you to the uncomfort zone. So you have to use multi-directional creative approaches here. Think of it in the sense that, oh, be okay with being a beginner in this in this arena because from here you can grow and like with clients this is the biggest anchor of the fear of the unknown because they're ruminating about pushing about not pushing through they stuck they sometimes think what can go wrong if they make this decision uh how the coach is going to receive their feedback um so they stay in their corner and sometimes certain individuals you know, just dominate the airways and don't let them expand their own horizon. So take time to be comfortable with yourself in this arena. Great time to have a coach or mentor to help with your leadership capabilities in, in this in this opportunity here.
0: Yeah, they, you know, all, and I, as you're giving all these tips, which are uh, just, uh, folks, this is a, a a fountain of wisdom coming. Uh, uh, for us all, right? because when we talk about these things and all these tips come flowing out uh, therefore for our benefit uh, you know just to uh, put it uh, very human like the, the unknown is something we all face there is not one person on this earth that has not faced the unknown in one way or another in their life so you know even from the mentor and coaching world where we both come from there are still unknowns for us. So it's not something like we, we're past it. This is something we deal with every day. Uh, I'll give you an example. The other day, uh, there was a conversation uh, that, that I was privy to. I saw that it was accusatory. And, I, and And in my head, I'm thinking, I got to defend this person because that's not how they are. And so I go to defending them. But guess what? uh these two people had 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 generated uh this commentary uh together <laughs> and i did not know right the unknown and so um i had to go back and apologize to uh to one of them because i did not know that this was a planned coordinated thing uh and you know, I just saw it when we were talking about lenses, right? I just saw it from one side of the story. Uh, but guess what? I'm I'm not too shy. You know, I, I remember my mom. You're not too grown to get whooped, boy. You know, it's a it's a. You know, I'm not too grown to say, hey, <clears throat> I am sorry because, or well, I have to apologize because of this, then and the other. You have to be humble enough to admit when you're wrong and face it front end, but the unknown was the determining factor there, right? It was what I did not know. When we get to deciding things, when we go to making a decision for ourselves, for our family, for our business, uh, for others, it is the unknown that's going to get you, and so when you have coaches, mentors, people who have already been down that road, you talk to them ahead of time, you may be able to avoid these things, right? Um, yeah, I was uh, ashamed, I'm over it now, but <laughs> I was ashamed, but I but I headed you know, I hit it head on because one, le- one of the things that I don't want in my life is for the unknowns to cripple me. And although you know, you mentioned that hey, you know, be okay with failure, it's gonna happen uh it's what you do with failure that actually is the end result of that event and so um it, it, you know and and so i went to into this situation trying to speak up which 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 makes you know it, it takes us to our next point which is speaking up what do we what would we have known earlier if we would if we wanted to know things speaking up So what do you you have to say about speaking up?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, I think it it dies right in and dovetails a little bit into the unknown as well because, you know, what am I going to say here, especially not knowing what the results will be? So sometimes we just shy and don't say anything, you know. But we have, as a leader, have to be uncomfortable and we have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. And it's a lot in our head. A lot of it, as I mentioned earlier with the unknown, same thing with speaking up in a coaching environment, is that our clients and and leaders that our clients are their biggest obstacle. They are the ones feel like, ah, you know what? I don't want to say the wrong thing. Um, I'd rather stay in my corner. Not sure how the responses will be received. Or there's someone in the organization that's always talking and dominating the airwaves, so can't get a word in, right? So, as I mentioned earlier, look at it as more of a creative approach, multi-dimensional creative approach. So this is just an option here. You know, reframe your mindset about that. The majority of time, this right here, speaking up has to do with your comfort level and belonging, because we can give you great tips about how to be a better speaker, you know, join Toastmasters and so on. But I think at the point of your journey as a leader, you already have the skill set to speak. It's really understanding that you are in your own way sometimes and wanting not to give the wrong response. But guess what? Use it as an approach. This is just a different approach versus giving them a, a, a response in that sense. So don't let it ruminate too much in your head, pull the trigger, Go forward, push through, because just like um, the known, speaking up more, it takes time for you to practice that being uncomfortable and really getting out there. And again, a coach and a mentor are great for helping you with this skill set.
0: Absolutely. You know, when I think about speaking up uh, in terms of, you know, actions to take as a leader, as a person, as a employee or wherever it is in life that you are you can't understand unless you ask questions, right? So, I always encourage ask questions. Speaking up doesn't mean uh be rude, right? That's not what it means. It means seek to understand, ask questions, speak up. Sometimes, you know, like in my case that I that story I just told. I I spoke up, <laughs> but but I spoke up uh in defense, and that's, you know, it's different, right? So you, and, and when it's in defense, you got to know both sides before you even say anything, right? So, uh, but uh in the terms of you at work, there's something that, if it was unclear, don't just leave there with unclear guidance. Speak up, ask for the clarity, ask to speak to somebody. Maybe the meeting is not the opportune time ask to speak after but get clarity avoid the unknowns as we have been talking by speaking up and when you get clarity it allows everybody and everything to flow as planned right because there was a vision there was a there's a mission and the end is already in sight when you're talking about people who said in casting out visions and missions. the ends already in sight is how do you navigate? to the that end. And when you don't speak up, you don't see clarity. It could go wrong. That's usually when when things go wrong when people are not clear about, you know, what what they want to do. But definitely five things that I wish <laughs> I knew <laughs> when I was younger <laughs> and 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 learning and doing and executing leadership.
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, totally agree with you and and I think what brings you to that opportunity to be better is having that coach or mentor because it also, they also are great at reminding you what is your why. You know, why are you here? Why are you doing this? And, and it really resonates that passion you have and it makes you help it helps you push through. So those five tips, ladies and gentlemen, are are there. Uh, I'm glad you brought them up as, as the first five. And again, they were, and I'll regurgitate them real quick, is having a mentor or coach. Emotional intelligence and skills, enhancing them, enhancing listening, how to navigate the unknown, and to speak up more. So those things we wish we'd have known as we started a career, but it's never too late to always uh, sharpen that saw as you go through. But as we go through, we have to go through and work towards our next week, which we're very excited to have uh, another guest speaker. So
0: who's on point this time, Mr. Enrique? All right. Well, you know, uh, we've been trying to bring you the best and the greatest in the state of Florida so that you can, you know, you can uh, uh, be educated about the things that are around you. And Veterans Florida, uh, if you have not heard of them uh, before, you will hear of them next week. And we are so excited to have them with us on the show.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Veterans Florida, they assist Military Veterans Transition to Civilian Life. All in the state of Florida, we're very happy to have their leadership on our next podcast, which will be May 27th. So please tune in that. That's next Wednesday, May 27th. And as we mentioned earlier, if you have any topics or you would like to be on our podcast, please reach out. Our email is theleadershipvoid at gmail.com. We'll be happy. To have and entertain your questions, your topics, or even have you on our guest, we're looking forward to hearing from you. And hope you enjoyed today. And you will have a great treat next week with the leadership of Veterans Florida.
0: Yeah, let, let me uh, uh, remind everybody that hey, if you are listening and you are you know a business or you have a brand, and if you want us to highlight that, hey, we will proudly you know proudly wear your shirt. Yeah, we'll probably drink from your mug and, and, and show it around. But if you are looking for sponsoring someone uh, and you find that our content uh, resonates with your, uh, your mission, your vision, please uh, email us at theleadershipvoid uh, at gmail.com and we'll get together and, and we'll gladly have you as part of the sponsorship for the show.
1: Absolutely. And we look forward to seeing you next week. Have a great day.
0: All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Leadership Void Podcast. If you have any topics you would like to discuss or you are dealing with leadership issues, be sure to write us at theleadershipvoid at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe and share. Until next time.